Hey, Addison. Hey, Alex. Do you know what time of year it is? Um, it's November. It is the holiday season. <laughs> it is the season of giving. And this year, you should give yourself the gift of the One Shot Podcast. Our sponsors this week, the One Shot Podcast, are a podcast run by James D'Amato that specializes in actual play tabletop RPGs. So if you love tabletop RPGs, like we do here at the Cryptid Keeper, you'll love our sponsors. Every month, host James D'Amato invites a new group of improvisers, game designers, and other notable nerds to try out a new role-playing game. You can hear folks like new SNL cast member Luke Null try out Everyone is John, cartoonist Noelle Stevenson play Masks, or Ignat's award-winning artist Jess Fink play Shooting the Moon from the Romance Trilogy. It's always entertaining and a great way to learn about new games. Heck yeah. Games. Play them sometime. <laughs> they did not ask me to do that. <laughs> that was not part of the copy, but I think we can consider it a hit. <laughs> it was just, would you believe that that was improvised? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, One Shot Podcast, for being our sponsors this week. We hope you guys will check them out. Absolutely. At the Cryptid Keeper podcast, we love to laugh at the darkness, but we would never laugh at the rich cultures that explore it, or the unique cultural significance of the creatures explored. The jokes within are on no one but us. We encourage additional research on the subjects covered here, and hope that a comedy podcast is not your primary source of information. It's very important to know a few things about this week's cryptid. They would walk 500 miles, and they would walk 500 more. Walking seems to be pretty much all they do. Thank you, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Podcast, the podcast for cryptids and their keepers. I'm Alex Flynn. I messed that up. I messed up my own intro. What did I've you done do? It the same way every time. <laughs> I messed it up. That's what I get for never writing it down. What did you just do? Welcome to the Cryptid Keeper Podcast, the podcast for cryptids and their keepers. That's us, and if you're listening, it's you too. I'm Alex Flanagan. I'm Addison Peacock. And I'm going to leave that outtake in. And, oh, no. No, it's an intake. No. I never asked for this. No, I won't do that to you. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I mean, I guess. I am the decider. This part will make no sense if you take it out. So then Ah, I would have to do the intro a third time. Um, What if that's what I wanted all along? I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Do you want me to redo it? No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. No rules, just right. All right. Um, do welcome. you want to do it again? Thank you for putting up with us through that Do you want to do it mess. again? No, you know what? At this point, it's fine. I'm past okay. it. I'm past okay. it. If I try to do it a third time, it'll lose the immediacy. You know, the mm, je ne yeah. sais quoi. Ah, the je ne sais quoi. I gargled a little bit. <laughs> it's actually pronounced je ne sais quoi. Oh my god, that was the best LaCroix joke I've heard in a long time. Thank you. So anyway, I'm the keeper of this week's cryptid. You sure are. Take us away from this trash fire. All right, well, I'm taking you from out of what, out of the trash pan into the trash fire. This week's cryptid is something that I, it's a personal favorite thing of mine. I saw a video of this, uh, like the, the famous video footage I'm going to talk about, uh, circulating on Tumblr back in like 2012, 2013-ish, and I okay, thought it was fair. And I was decidedly frightened of it at the time for no good reason, because I'm about to tell you why. What I am covering today is the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Okay. A.K.A. the Fresno Aliens. A.K.A. those big things that just look like white pant legs walking around on their own. I'm so ready for it. Wait, have you seen them? No, I haven't. Oh, well then let me kick this off for you, Alex, I've by showing you. I've heard of Fresno Nightcrawlers, but the thing you need to understand is that as much as I love like cryptids and like strange, curious happenings, since we started this show, I've sort of like refrained from looking at any of them, except for whichever one this. I'm actively researching that week. Yes, I understand this. I will show you the gif of them walking. I love them a lot. 
They're real weird. It's like Baymax if Baymax was missing most of his body. <laughs> there's this, And here's an artist's rendering. Beautiful. They're just legs. Beautiful. I love that. <laughs> They're just legs and some eyes. So let's dive right in. First, a quick stop at our old friend the cryptids wiki. Incredible. The Nightcrawler, also known as the Fresno Alien, is a cryptid that has made two appearances so far. This is actually not wholly accurate. I found some other appearances, but here we are. One in Fresno, California, and one in Yosemite National Park. In both sightings, it's only seen in video footage. It appears to be relatively short, approximately four feet in height. It's extremely thin, white humanoid with no discernible arms, and it appears to be wearing a white gown or cloak of some sort. I would not call that a humanoid. <laughs> I don't know what they're considering. It's... Because it doesn't have a... T- I should specify, it doesn't look like a human with no arms. It looks like not... There's no torso. It just looks like legs. There's nothing. There's it also not looks... like a face. No, it's, it's not... just legs. That's the thing about it. There's, there's, there's like a little... It's legs with like a little bulb on the top with some eyes. Yeah, I would not call it humanoid. Like, that's the thing. It makes it—this description makes it sound as if it looks like a humanoid with no arms. It doesn't. It looks like legs and some eyes. But I digress. But anyway, I didn't write this entry. Now, according to some locals in the area, the Nightcrawlers have existed on Earth for a considerable amount of time and come from a planet consisting majorly of swampland. Their Fair. long legs are thought to help them maneuver through the boggy terrain. That's pretty much. Um, now, one of the theories, and I'll get into some other theories about what they are and what they're doing here later, but to these believers, the Swamp World aliens are here on Earth to assist in an awakening to rebuild the connection between man and nature and subsequently bring peace and harmony to the planet. They're really wholesome. But they're just guessing at that. We have no basis for knowing that. They just saw some pants and said, I bet they're serving a higher purpose. That's bananas. <laughs> Don't. We're just going to go on a fun little trip today. All right. I know we, like, we, we went to some uh, actual, like, deep, interesting, thoughtful places last week. And this week, I'm, like, I'm here to tell you, what if pants had feelings? Yeah, like, no, I get it. I'm not here to scully your molder. But, like, that is such a leap of logic. They're, they're, they're not basing that on anything. Like, I, I didn't get it. it. <laughs> I get it. Like, if, you know, with certain cryptids that serve purposes, you're looking at them and you're like, well, maybe this, maybe this, maybe that. Maybe this is the purpose they serve. Maybe it's et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, folklore, folklore, folklore. But this one, like, it's just, these guys look kind of funny. I bet they're here to help us foster our connection with nature. That's mm-hmm. so much. I've got some more for you. All right. Uh, just some theories about what these could be. This is all from the Cryptids Wiki still. Hit me up. Uh, theories include an undiscovered species native to Earth, a paranormal or supernatural creature, an extraterrestrial, a mutation, or my personal favorite theory, a pair of white pants being puppeted. You know what? I, I'm, I'm just thinking of this, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Usually when we think of ghosts, like in the stereotypical Halloween sense, you have, like, the top half, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, floating around because that's, like, where the sheet goes or whatever. What if these are just ghosts that only covered the bottom half of their body? Like they are, they are full humans. It's just they're only wearing pants, so you can't see their top half. You can't see their torso. Oh, boy. If ghosts wore pants, would they wear them like this or, or like this? this? Oh, boy. Okay, so, anyway. So, the Fresno Nightcrawlers came into sort of fame, and, like, they're well-known because of the two pieces of video footage from these supposed sightings. They also got a little bit of attention because there's a sci-fi channel series called Fact or Faked, The Paranormal Files, which is a show where a team of investigators attempt to recreate famous photographs and footage Mm -hmm. and see if they can figure out ways that could have been set up as a hoax. So... Um, in the first season of Sci-Fi's Factor Faked, The Paranormal Files, the team investigated the case of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Um, and so, apparently, the Factor Faked team made numerous attempts to reproduce the video and prove it a hoax, but had no success. 
Interesting. Yeah. They were unable to reproduce the video. They had a couple different theories. I couldn't find a full synopsis of the episode, so I'll have to sit down and actually watch it and see what they actually tried. But from what I understand, they tried a couple different approaches to, like, puppeteering and just various ways you would recreate this footage and couldn't quite get it right. Unlike when we covered the Loveland Frog and that guy bought that thing and made the Yeah, and he, like, accidentally recreated the Loveland Frog within 20 minutes. Yeah, exactly. This was they spent with their full budget and their show trying to build this up and um, couldn't quite get it. Also, side note, this is a bit of a different take on the height. According to this source, analysis of the film said that the creature would be somewhere between three to three and a half feet tall, which delights me because when I first saw that footage, I thought they were like real big. Mm -mm, They're little. That fits in perfectly with my bottom half ghost theory because Mm -hmm. that's about how tall the legs would be on like a human ghost, right? It's true. That's true. At first glance, this is taken, by the way, from uh, twocrowsparanormal.blogspot.com. This is talking about the footage. At first glance, it looks like a poor hoax because the creatures are so surreal. Closer examination of the footage and details, however, shows that there is quite a puzzle to be found here. As the Factor Faked team discovered, replicating the beings and their movements is difficult and none of the standard hoax scenarios worked. If someone did indeed create the footage, it seems they went through a great deal of effort to do so. Adding to the mystery of the case... A puzzling series of photos has surfaced, and this is from an article from 2012. The pictures show statues carved in wood that closely resemble the nightcrawlers. As nothing involving this case is simple, the origin of the photo's subjects cannot be determined. The pictures surfaced from a source in Florida who claimed they were merely passed on to him by a woman in New Jersey. A report aired on TV in Mexico displayed the original footage from Fresno, California, and also showed the series of photographs. The story further states that the creatures are related to legends, local legends, and have been living in the area since before human beings. While the photos could have been taken in New Jersey or Florida, all signs seem to point to them having been taken in California. It's further claimed that the series of statues are located near a DMV office. Incredible. If this is the case, then surely a large number of people have seen these statues. Here's a picture of one of the statues, and it does look about right. Oh, Looks yeah. like head and some legs. Yes, it does. It's fun. It's kind of like an Easter Island head on top of some legs. That's literally the best explanation. Mm-hmm. Now, here's a pretty here's a pretty recent sighting, uh, and this was not in California. There was this is why I am I disagree with the uh, Cryptids Wiki entry saying sightings were only in California, in Yosemite, and in Fresno. Um, there was in 2004. We've got some sightings. This article is from this is also from two. Oh my gosh, this is also from Two Crows Paranormal. This article is from 2017, and. The report that it is discussing is from 2004. Researcher Albert S. Rosales recently dug up a report from January 24, 2004. In the case below, it describes joints that buckle out, strange stick-like appearance, and the odd movements that appear in the reports of the Fresno entities. The time was 7.30 in the evening. The location, Manchester, Dearborn County, Indiana. A 17-year-old motorist traveling almost 10 miles north of Aurora, Indiana on Saturday... Knight claims to have encountered an unusual figure on the road. While driving his black Chevrolet Cavalier southbound along North Hogan Road, a figure was spotted in the headlights of the automobile. The figure was crouched down near a puddle of water. From the driver's perspective, the figure was spotted out of the windshield on the right of the car. After passing the frail-looking figure, the driver looked into his rearview mirror and again observed, illuminated by the taillights of his car, what he described as a tall, abnormal figure that moved strangely with pointed joints that buckled out. See, this is a tall one, though. He estimated the figure stood around 6 feet 7 inches. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Just like a 6-foot tall legs. 
<laughs> crouched by a puddle. Was it like drinking out of the puddle? It doesn't have hands. I'm thinking of it just like crouched down, just like lapping at the puddle. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so much. <laughs> the driver said he was able to ascertain the figure, alleged it to be dark gray and pencil thin, stand up and take several steps toward the woods along the roadside. The figure walked on two legs and was thought somehow to be male, although no clothing was noted. That's that's yeah. That's that's, that's oh. some nonsense. No face or eyes could be seen. It was male though. Trust yep. me. But the witness had the impression that the figure was looking straight at him. This person makes a lot of assumptions. The figure was immediately thought to be something out of the ordinary, not a human being. The duration of the sighting was hurried and possibly within the three to four second range. The driver continued on for a small distance after after passing the figure and finally put on his brakes, coming to a stop at an estimated two-minute walking distance on the road from the location of the sighting. He looked back to further observe the entity. At that point, a second car came into view and approached from the opposite direction, passed, then reached the spot on the road where the figure was thought to be. The 17-year-old motorist reportedly watched closely and observed the second car undertake what he thought to be an evasive maneuver near the vicinity of where he thought the figure would be situated, and then the car turned around at that spot and shortly pulled up behind him, somewhat in the grass. There was an elderly couple in the car, both in their late 60s or early 70s and both with gray hair. The driver, who wore glasses, said, "'Boy, did you see something back there? I'll tell you right now, that was no person.'" The passenger, an elderly woman, said, "'It was no human being. It was no man.'" The elderly couple was reportedly spooked, but offered to follow the first witness the remainder of the trip down North Hogan Road. It was thought that the elderly couple observed this same figure on the opposite side of the road, and possibly had had observed it more closely. Later, the 17-year-old witness was said to have become hysterical, and within an hour was describing the figure as an alien. I mean, Natch. I mean, yeah, for sure, right? It's an alien. How do you feel about the Fresno Nightcrawler so far? Honestly, the biggest thing about it is that I find the name to be somewhat incomprehensible. Why is it called a Nightcrawler? Because it's walking at night. <laughs> then call it a night walker. I don't know what to tell you. Like, night crawler's already the name of a thing. I know this. It's already a thing name, and it has nothing to it's do with It's already the those. name of a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. That name is taken. It's an X-Man. Move on down the line. It's an X-Man? It's my favorite X-Man. He's a good one. He's everybody's favorite X-Man, but that's okay. Oh, absolutely. Like, I used to be one of those people that was like... Ah, uh, well, my favorite has to be nobody else's favorite. But now I'm like, no, Nightcrawler deserves to have all the favorites. It's okay. Yeah, it's good that he's a favorite. He deserves all of that love. And Nightcrawler's also a type of worm. Yeah. Type of worm. No, no, not a worm. A worm. I know. I'm sorry. A worm is something different, especially on a cryptid podcast. You got to be careful. I was just, I know. I just like saying it. It just feels good to say. I'm just pulling up I still think it needs better names. We need to do a rebranding well, campaign. people also call it the Fresno Alien. Yeah, and that's fair. I mean, we don't know that it's an alien. Sorry, I really wanted to double-check the timeline of this, uh, of of the footage as well. The most famous bit of footage is security footage from somebody's CCTV, and that was in 2008. Okay. By a Fresno resident named Jose, who was woken late at night by his dogs barking, and he would check his CCTV and saw the two creatures walking across (laughs) the lawn. Side note, um, MUFON has talked a lot about this case. What has? M-U-F-O-N. They're uh, the biggest, um, one of the biggest networks for uh, discussing UFOs and uh, alien activity. All right. Fair enough. I didn't have time to actually sit down and watch it, but they do have a video presentation you can find at a, con- like a move-on conference. There was a video presentation or a video of a presentation cool. on the Fresno Nightcrawlers. I don't know anything about them. Well, I am a fake cryptozoologist. Oh, no, it's okay. Um, they're the they're the top alien lads. Ah, okay. The top now, alien talking boys. I did used to listen to Coast to Coast on, like, mm-hmm. early, early mornings. Ah, oh, Coast to Coast. That's good stuff. That was some stuff. It's good stuff. Shadow people, man. 
Oh, we'll do an episode on shadow people. But anyway, I want to talk some more about the Nightcrawlers. Nightcrawler? I hardly know her. (laughs) What does that mean? Nothing good. (laughs) This is from a blog that calls itself the most unique paranormal blog ever. The blog is theparanormalblog.tumblr.com. I'm sorry, say everything you just said again. This blog calls themselves the most unique paranormal blog ever, Uh and their blog is theparanormalblog.tumblr.com. They're the most unique, and their name is just The Paranormal Blog. I know this, but also, like, they're out here doing a good service to the people, providing info on the Fresno Nightwalkers slash Fresno Aliens. Oh, I'm I'm not saying they're doing a bad job. I just take issue with the fact that they're saying they're doing the most unique job. Well, they didn't say their name was unique, just that their blog was unique. We're just playing a semantics game at this point. We're playing, we're, we're dancing a semantics tango. So, anyway, this, uh, this particular entry talks about some background, some history on the Nightcrawler, saying that it's more than just this recent video footage, like that this story predates the 2000s. Mm-hmm. So, there is uh, a video that I, they, they do not link to, so I need to, I'll have to see if I can find it and I'll actually share it because I couldn't find it at the time, but I want to. But it is a video uh, by Jamie Mawson, who is a promoter and supporter of like UFO uh, research. He's um, he's a big figure in talking about UFO stuff. His name is spelled, uh, it actually might be Jaime. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, it's J-A-I-M-E and then M-A-U-S-S-A-N. Mm-hmm. Um, so he talks a lot about aliens and ufos he has a video where he discusses that there's an old legend about these creatures one that's over 100 years old the legends originate from the forests of california mm-hmm. which would make sense considering that's where the footage of the night crawlers originates um about creatures with no bodies or arms just a head and legs locals say the legend tells of an enormous being that walks the forests at night and has been for decades it is said it appears only at night never in the daytime and that it's very hard to see almost translucent which is interesting for your ghost theory Locals say they've learned to coexist with the creature, which apparently arrived in the forest before the first human beings in the area. Wood carving statues have been put up in honor of the creature all over the forest as a peace offering to show that they have been able to coexist for all these years. Aw, that's nice. It's very nice. Uh, Another interesting thing about the Nightcrawlers is back in 1931 in Blythe, California, an archaeologist discovered huge glyphs that could be seen from the air. They showed a huge being with long legs and arms and a small head. See, that one has arms, though. That one has arms. So... I don't know if I I don't know if I follow that one. But the uh descriptions of folkloric beings with just a little head and big old big old legs makes a lot of sense. They're basically not regarded as dangerous just so much as just something you're supposed to respect from a distance, you know? You may be wondering why so many of these stories talk about them being huge when the ones in the footage are so clearly small. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to know what the theory is about that? They're babies. (laughs) Yes. That the ones in the video are babies. Leaving their nightcrawler nest for the first time. (laughs) They're babies. I love them. They're really little. Yeah, that's literally the the, uh, explanation for Uh, that. One, I love it. Two, Mm -hmm. love all of it. (laughs) Is that the story? That's it. That's it. No, it's those two things. One, I love it. Two, I love all of it. Yeah. So I want to talk now about this is a lot of this episode, by the way, because there's not a lot of serious scientific talk about the Nightcrawlers. And there's also not a lot of serious folkloric talk about the Nightcrawlers. So I'm not going to lie to you guys. Most of the stuff I've brought to you today is from Reddit. Oh, man. I was hoping for some sightings. 
we're going from, they're not necessarily, I don't have, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of other sightings aside from that fun Indiana one. So what are people talking about on Reddit? I've got a lot of people with What's some What's the hot fun, goss? I've got a lot of people with some really fun, uh, fun um, theories. My theory is that they're beautiful ghosties who just found the spectral big and tall section and they're showing it off. Oh, oh my goodness. That's very nice. I want some fan art of like business night crawlers. Like they've just got their like really tall fancy pants and then like a little, little tie. Oh, That's what I want more than anything in this world. Oh goodness. That's my ideal body type in a partner is just very tall. No torso. No, just pants. No arms. Pants just, and a head. Just lots of legs. Legs that, glow on for, legs that go on for days and literally nothing else. I was going to say, she walked, into my, she walked into my office and her legs went on forever. Literally, her legs were the only part of her body. Except for two great big glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. She's perfect, I thought. She had the kind of legs that could make a man look and never stop looking because also there was nothing else. <laughs> it was just legs. My God, she was creepy. She was hard to look at because she flickered in and out of existence as if translucent. But hard to look away. <laughs> I like this. I like the film noir set in, I was the best private dick in all of Fresno and she came along and changed my life. Anyway. She didn't really do much of anything. It was just kind of weird having her around. <laughs> She just took really big steps outside. As soon as the sun came up, she was gone. So anyway, this is a Reddit user that just has some theories about, uh, a few theories about the Nightcrawlers. I just really enjoy this. I thought it would spark some interesting discussion. Who is this Reddit user? Credit them. Their name is Bubonis. Okay. B-U-B-O-N-I-S, like the bubonic like plague. Like the bubonic plague, yeah. yeah. Now, here we go. Because they're a plague upon the internet. No. Got him. This person seems perfectly Sorry. fine. I, I apologize. It's going to be like one of our longtime oh, yeah. listeners. I actually haven't look looked so at their foolish. post history, so maybe they're like really mean or something. I don't know. But anyway, a recent Reddit post on the Fresno Nightcrawlers has been near the top of my thoughts lately, as the video really straddles the line between being unconvincing and silly and being convincing and terrifying. I'm still not decided. After a while, I got to thinking, and the more I think about it, the less I'm able to reconcile this. Let's assume the Nightcrawlers are real. We immediately can assume that they're from a civilization not from this planet. I guess. We're, we're going to just take this leap with them. I'm here for it. Their body structures aren't even remotely close to anything of this world, so that would be a pretty resounding checkbox in the alien column. They're also clearly Fair. wearing some kind of cloth, which would put them in the sentient civilized column. So we've got sentient civilized alien species walking the planet in the middle of the night. I can't help but wonder why, and I'm unable to come up with an answer that holds water. Is it a military operation? I doubt it, simply because there's only two of them, and one of them is quite a bit smaller than the other, almost childlike. We don't see anything that looks like a weapon, or a communications device, or any other equipment either, though admittedly they could be technologically advanced enough not to have things be blatantly visible and obvious. So maybe they're scouts looking for something. In that case, why would they be walking out in the open and not keeping to the shadows? The first Nightcrawler video shows it walking near an obvious roadway. No scout would risk visibility that way. All right, I'm going to stop you mm -hmm. right here before they get to the inevitable conclusion, because I think I know where they're going with where this. Where do you think they're going? Okay, so... Because I've got a couple gonna, other... They pause a couple I understand, other things. but I'm going to have okay. you think for a minute. Okay. So here's some things we know about the Nightcrawlers so far. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't quite understand our, like, civilization, right? There's not, like, really a strong basis for interaction there. Yeah. They're, like, not, not necessarily good at social interaction. Yeah. Um, they're sharp dressers. Oh, yeah. Very sharp dressers. They walk around a lot. And I'm and they inhabit like cities and suburbs, right? Like yeah. places. Um, so 
who else or what other group do we know of that fulfills all of these categories? They're Jehovah's Witnesses. (gasps) Are they Mormons? They're Mormons. They're missionaries. Honestly, they're missionaries of some sort. They're missionaries. They're missionaries. They're space missionaries. Space Mormons. They're space Mormons who have come to our planet to try to spread the good word, but... They somehow, like, got their transmission mixed up, and they, they understand that we're, like, a diurnal species. Like, we're only awake for half of the time, but and they, they just messed up which half. Oh, no. They've been walking around at night for a hundred years trying to spread the good word, and they cannot get anybody to answer the door. It's really funny that you say that because it literally just says they can't be looking for human contact. Even a cursory examination of human society shows that we're diurnal creatures. <laughs> okay, so here's some other possible theories they have about it. An educational expedition? An elder taking a youth on a field trip to Earth? Yes, missionaries. (laughs) It seems like an excessive waste of energy to travel with just one person countless light years to reach Earth, only to walk around in someone's backyard in the middle of the night. Well, I mean, yeah, if that is operating by your understanding of what constitutes, like, an unnecessary expenditure. Also, we don't really know— You don't understand alien—you don't understand space Mormon economics. We also don't know how long it takes them with their advanced technology to get here. Seriously, or, like, maybe their lifespans are crazy long, and so, like, a trip of several hundred years means nothing to them. I like this one. A family outing? Possible, but that assumes that their society has spaceships like we humans have automobiles. Now, here we go. Um, They just keep— now, here's, here's, here's a theory that I, I find very interesting because they look so simplistic and kind of strange. Now, it says, what if the Nightcrawlers were some alien's version of a probe? What if some alien race is aware of us and wants to know more about our environment, but they can't land here and check for themselves for various reasons, such as incompatible atmosphere or some sort of prime directive edict? <gasps> what if- when we, okay, I'm sorry. No, this is just making me think. <laughs> now my brain is firing. Okay, so go, go, go. When we first started exploring space, we didn't send ourselves. Mm-hmm. We sent our pets. Oh, oh, oh. They're space dogs. Well, I have another explanation that you're going to like almost as much as space dogs, I think, Alex. Okay, but think about this for a moment. Do you really think there's anything you can say that I will love as much as the phrase space dogs? Well, what's something you love just as much as dogs? Go ahead. (laughs) So here we go. In short, what if the Nightcrawlers were some alien's version of our Mars rover? (laughs) She's down. I'm dead. She's out. <laughs> I'm going to lay on the floor. <laughs> if we knew that Mars was populated by a species that was less advanced than less advanced than us but sentient, wouldn't a reasonable course of action be to create a probe that sort of looked like them and was generally constructed like them so that they could move easily within the same spaces as the native population? Release it in areas that were inhabited but not densely so. Have it collect data during periods when the native population was most likely going to be asleep or otherwise inattentive, and then deliver that data back to us when circumstances permitted? <laughs> they think they look like humans. They think they look like they, people. They tried so hard. <laughs> They're like, this is a human. Oh, this man. looks about right. I'm going to cry. I know this. I know this. Oh, man. It's really, really, really good. Oh, I did find a link to the Factor Faked video, so I can tweet that out if people want to watch it after the episode comes out. Um, But they, they basically do try and then fail to uh, recreate the footage. Um. It's yeah, it's my favorite. I I love the footage. It's surveillance footage um, is the most famous one. And that's the one I've been talking about. And that's the one people are referring to. And they talk about one being bigger than the other, which is my jam. So if that's the case, why is there a littler one? One of them is the space robot and the smaller one is the space dog. I understand. This is a, this is possibly a little bit unrelated, 
but I did find it really interesting. When I was creeping through Reddit, I found a subreddit uh, for sightings, and they're not necessarily the Nightcrawlers, but someone linked to it in a discussion on them. There is a subreddit called Crawler Sightings. Okay. And this is referring to, it seems to be sort of a catch-all term. It's a catch-all term. They're calling it crawlers in this subreddit. Um, It has 100, or 100, it has 1,283 readers. And it's meant to be a place to compile sightings of, this is from the description of the Reddit. Um, Throughout my time on Reddit, I've read many stories regarding a sighting of a creature with pale skin, long limbs, and a tall, thin body. Names have been thrown around, such as Skinwalker, Wendigo, etc., but these trends are generally culture-affected. I prefer to call them crawlers based on the way they are described to move. And... It's just basically a compilation of sightings of these tall, thin, creepy, creepy critters. They don't crawl, though. Yeah, I know. That's they, like, I don't stroll. Why are they not night strollers? I don't know. That's the thing I don't understand. I'm actually angry because they don't crawl. You saw the footage. They actually kind of delicately step. They stroll. You They're know how fancy they, boys. Actually, you know how they walk? They walk like someone on stilts. A little bit. Yeah. They, they, they to me, seem to be walking very much like... um any sort of anthropomorphic character in really old, like, black and white cartoons. Yeah. Oh. Like Steamboat Mickey when he's, like, strolling along. Yeah. That's how they walk. I found I found a creepypasta about the Fresno Nightcrawler. That's not what I wanted, but I found a creepypasta about them. I don't understand. I See, this is the problem. I Maybe I've become desensitized finally. I don't know how they will ever be scary to me because they're just legs. Yeah, they're not creepy. N- they're They're weird. They're my family, and I love them. Yeah. But they're not creepy. <laughs> they're your family? They're a little unsettling. My robot family. I love them. Oh. They're, they're, like, a little bit unsettling. So we've settled on the robots then, huh? I love it so much. I know this. No. A lot of different people on Reddit actually agree with you that they appear to be robots because they move very delicately as if they were kind of Yeah, I mean, like, clearly engineered. it's a different concept of robot than we have. But, like, the thing whenever you're talking about aliens, and this is a hill I will die on, is that we cannot have a conversation about aliens because it is coming essentially from a human-centric perspective. And, like, if we're trying to think... we Our brains are literally incapable of conceiving of something fundamentally different than the way that we know life to work because that's just not how human brains are. So it would be impossible for us to, like, design a system that is not inherently... Our, My, Michael Crichton writes about this in The Andromeda Strain, which is a book that's, like, there's a lot of exposition in it and it's very hard to get into, but it's really interesting once you get to the end of it. And he talks a lot about this idea that, like, even when we design our wildest concepts of aliens, they still have things in common with us. Like, we still fundamentally are thinking of sentience in the same way that it happens for us. We're still thinking of them as usually having some sort of capacity for one of the senses that we use to navigate our world. We're still thinking of them as having some sort of bloodstream, um, even if that occurs in, like, a different... Like, everything can basically be boiled back down to something that we know and relate to. And so if you're like, well, yeah, obviously, but that's because everybody needs one of those things. Like, well, yeah, that's the point, right? Is, like, we don't know that. They could be something totally different. And their concept of engineering and artificial life forms might be based in something wildly different. Like, for us, most of our engineered things are, like, silicon-based, right? Like, artificial intelligences for us have, like, silicon-based programming. Well, what if there's, like, a silicon-based life form somewhere else and their, quote-unquote, robots are carbon-based? Then, like, to us, those would seem like lifelike creatures. We would Mm -hmm. assume those to be the dominant species when, in fact, it wouldn't be true. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, no, it is. Really quickly, actually, no, before I talk about that, I've talked about this on this podcast before, um, but it's, and it's a concept that uh, the show Last Podcast, oh my gosh, Last Podcast on the Left dives into a lot more heavily than I really have time to. I think I've mentioned that it's it's related to what you're saying about aliens, 
something people seem to kind of expect that if we ever saw an alien thing, we would just kind of look at it and go, well, that's alien. It's, 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 there's a response that comes with it, but it's more primal than that because these things do, if they do exist, which I'm, I'm operating based on the thesis that they do. Um, if they do, seeing them is not just going, oh, well, that's what I know an alien looks like that because the movies told me that. No, 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 mm-hmm. no, 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 no. You are seeing something. If it is truly alien to you, it is something completely outside of your reptilian brain's like right. ability to comprehend. And that is why a lot of alien sightings come with stories of paralysis and memory loss and just a deep, intense sense of anxiety and dread. Right. Or because like we talked in other episodes, I mean, the idea that your brain may just straight up protect you from seeing it because it mm-hmm. doesn't know how to parse it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because the brain does that all the time. The brain fills in the holes of trauma, memories that are blocked out. It does that. It blocks out upsetting things all the time or even just things it doesn't want to see or doesn't know how to see. It's it's why when you look in a mirror in the dark when you're playing Bloody, playing Bloody Mary, maybe it's a ghost or maybe it's the fact that your brain is trying to parse what it's seeing and it messes with your perception. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit frightening, I think, when I remind myself that you can't always trust your brain. Um, but sometimes it does either hide stuff or show you stuff that isn't necessarily there. Anyway, I have one a little bit more information on the other sighting. Oh, my goodness. I clicked a button and then suddenly I opened an article about the multiverse. That's not what I wanted. Oh, man. No, here we go. The other Nightcrawler sighting, the video, I wanted to talk about the video. The I was correct. The other's from 2008, but this is from 2011 at 2.17 a.m. And this was also security camera footage. So both of these are security camera footage, which is interesting to me. But was it like a, a home security camera or yes, like a... Okay. I am. It is. Um, there's a statement along with it. Got it. Uh, by whoever it's anonymously submitted, but by whoever submitted the footage, it says a retired couple was having footage with break-ins in their Yosemite private property and aimed their security camera at the driveway to video visitors. Um, they caught these things on their security camera and called me over to see because they know I am interested in the paranormal. They gave me this digital copy, but I can't figure out what they are. They remind me of the Fresno stick-like creatures, but they seem to transfer weight, and there are two here. Is one a baby? What are these? Nightcrawlers? Stickmen? Something new? What? Um, This was the footage. This was in Yosemite, so not quite in Fresno, and this was in 2011, so three years later. So basically the footage surfaced, and and this person was like, what is this? And then the footage came out. And there's a little screenshot. It looks a lot like the other guys. Yeah, it does. It does. Apparently, they seem to move a little bit differently, but they look about the same. It's a little weird. But yeah, those are the two major sightings. Unfortunately, if there are others, I could not find them. It's mostly a lot of people talking about this video footage. They seem to only have appeared on video. There's not any... It actually a little bit supports your ghost theory. There don't seem to be any naked eye sightings of these things. No one who's reported a sighting has seen them like without being them being recorded. Like There's not like anyone who just saw it. If it's surveillance robots, though, that also might... Um, well, I mean, that one guy saw it in the car. But we're not sure if that was a Fresno Nightwalker as well, because he did describe it as being slightly darker in color and being very tall and not entirely. That one's recorded kind of as some, having similar characteristics. But okay. Um, well, if they are like surveillance robots from another planet, I mean, it's possible there is some sort of cloaking device engaged there that oh, makes yes. it not visible to the naked eye, but visible to other kinds of vision, quote unquote. I'm here for that. Well, also, you could argue that even if they are just straight up aliens as well. Yeah. I, I mean, saw a predator. I mean, if, if their kind of sensory input is closer to what we have in, like, cameras and surveillance equipment, mm-hmm. then it makes sense they would have evolved in such a way as to be perceived by that kind of vision yeah. to their compatriots and not necessarily to whatever form of vision we've developed. That's true. This got 
much more science fiction-y or science-y than I even expected it to. I think once we hit space Mormons, the rest of it was pretty much going to be off the rails no matter what. I mean, here's the thing. (laughs) I'm okay with that. The thing about them is I love them. Uh, The thing about them is they do not require any survival tips because they do not appear to wish us ill will. No, for me, it's like that. It's it's that meme. It's like, um, I love it. I want to protect it. I I want to tell my friends and family about it. I I want to see see it grow up strong strong and healthy. They're really good. I don't like to make a habit of video footage on this show because that does tend to not be great on an auditory medium. But really quickly, I just it's not even the video. I even just a gif of it. I just want you to see. One more time, look at the way they move. I love them a lot. While you're looking for that, can you give me a rating on the Fresno Nightcrawler? Oh, yeah. It's been a hot minute since we did one. We haven't done a rating in a long time. Yeah. Wow. I forgot we did those. Oops. Um, and I'm sure our audience did, too. Uh, yes. Apologies to everyone who's binged all of these episodes in the past two days and doesn't understand the incomprehensible evolution of our show. <laughs> Oops. Like, they start out, they tell their friends about it. They're like, oh, yeah, it's like a cool Owen Wilson fan cast with some cryptid ratings. And then they get, like, to the mid-20s, and they're like, I don't know what this show is anymore. Yeah, I mean... Same, pal. No rules just right. Um, My rating, let me just... Give me, like, a hot second. I gotta think about it. I wanna ask you to rate these for me. You're gonna ask me to rate what? These? I just asked you for a rating. You I'm can't gonna... just turn it around on me like that. <laughs> no, no, no. I give you... I'm gonna give you a scale. Okay, so if they're space Mormons... Yes. If they're space Mormons, then... Scale of 1 to 10, how much do you believe in them? Um. Well, here's the thing. If they are, in fact, space Mormons, that lends a whole lot more credence to regular Mormonism on account of I do now understand the whole, like, separate planet theory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually. Oh, man. I was just literally singing Book of Mormon. So I give them a two by two and I rate them absolutely 11 out of 10 would believe. There it is. I believe that Mormons came from space to teach us how to love. And I believe... That the Fresno Nightcrawler is a space Mormon here to tell us all how to live better lives. See, this is it. It all comes back to those you poo-pooed that original one that said they were here to teach us how to be better. That was about like a covenant with nature and there was no basis for it. There is so much basis for space Mormonism. I can't even. You want to see these fun boys? I can't believe you would be a non-believer. This is the original footage. Oh, wow. That sound is a lot. I think someone added that sound. Somebody definitely added that. Look at the move. I do love him. They're so fun. These straight up do look like billowy legged white pants, though. Yeah, no, they absolutely do. They look like um, the equivalent of those things you see outside of car dealerships that like <laughs> flop around a whole oh lot, my. but just legs. And they're walking. Mm-hmm. They're like moving in a direction. Oh, look at them go. They're kind of like moonwalking, though. Like the the distance they're moving forward is not equivalent to the way their legs are moving. <laughs> I love it a lot. Actually, like they take these huge steps, but they don't move forward very far. I'm not really sure what to make of it. Well, that's kind of I think why a lot of people think they're robots. Maybe they're not used to the Earth's gravity, things like that, space things. I'm just saying yeah, you nonsense know, words space now. Things. I'm just saying nonsense words now because I forgot about ratings. I didn't prepare a rating in advance, and now I sound like a real chump. Um, <laughs> Yikes. I'm sorry for this. I've let you down. I've let myself down. I've let space Jesus down. I've let. It's okay. All is forgiven. Thank you. All are forgiven by the white pants Mormon boys. I can't. I can't. What am I going to call Do you want to take another run at that? No. <laughs> I don't know what to call them. The bill, the billowy-legged friends from space. I was a teenage space Mormon. Incredible. Love that. Can't Thank wait for you. that tell-all. It's a good movie. Really quick, did you watch My Life as a Teenage Robot? Would you believe I didn't? I didn't. I'm, like, familiar with the character designs and love them very much. It just wasn't a show that I watched when it was on. I understand. Just, like, 
since this is one we haven't talked about in a long time, this is a specific rating we usually give to cryptids. Scale of 1 to 10, how pettable would you call the Fresno Nightwalkers? Let me establish this scale. Uh, one being the least pettable, one being uh, something really not pettable at all. I'm trying to think of something you don't want to pet. It's really hard for me to think of something you wouldn't <laughs> pet. One being... Uh, Jared Leto. Oh, I was just going to say a hot stove, but... <laughs> well, okay, but my example is less one desirable. Being, one being Jared Leto. In his Joker makeup. Oh, now we're getting into negative. He says damage on his forehead. Um, uh, One being Jared Leto, full Joker makeup, damaged on his forehead. Mm. Ten being your dog. Yikes. Uh, Okay, is ten specifically my dog or just any dog? Okay, my dog bear. Yeah. The most pettable dog in the world. Um, Wow. This is difficult because... Believe it or not, it's harder than you would expect. (laughs) I do love and cherish the Fresno Nightcrawler. Like, I do just... I, I want to protect it. I want to tell my friends and family about it. Um, But at the same time, I'm uncomfortable with using the phrasing pet with things that are, like, more sentient and humanoid in nature. (laughs) Like, it's it's one thing to pet, like, a ghost dog, right? It's another thing to pet, like, a pair of legs walking down the street. That's street (laughs) harassment. Don't love it. No. Um, But if I acquired consent from the Fresno Nightcrawler, if we, like, somehow found a way to commune on the same level... Um, and if it was okay with their religious beliefs, I would lovingly stroke the leg of the Fresno Nightcrawler. I'll put that at like a four out of ten. Oh, I like it a lot. I'm very here for it. In terms of survival tips, there are none because if you get to meet it, you're blessed. Uh, yeah. Like, tell us all about it. Spread the good word. Wander into the forests of California and just shout Nightcrawler and see if it comes to see you. See if it knocks on your door, rings your doorbell. I don't think it can. Wow. I don't think it can. It has no arms. That is really maybe the only thing that's been standing in its way all this time. <laughs> it's trying to be a space Mormon, but it can't ring the doorbell. Oh, <laughs> because it needs a little, it needs to just lift up, pick up its little foot and just ding dong. <laughs> Can you imagine it just like takes a step back and just like delicately <laughs> touches the doorbell with its foot? Um, uh, I love that a lot. I love that imagery. The imagery of how I imagine it moves in its daily life is fabulous. But they're great at dancing. Oh, I bet they're amazing at dancing. Can you imagine if a Fresno Nightwalker had... I keep calling them Nightwalkers. It's not that. It's Nightcrawler. If a Fresno Nightcrawler had two left feet... I do want to rebrand them as the Fresno Nightwalkers, though. Can we just call them that now? It's better. I think we can. Like, do we have enough influence to do that? Um, well, we did the Google thing. It's true. So, still can't believe you guys all came through on that. That's actually one of the most bizarre things that's ever happened to me. I'm so excited about it. I love it it so much. I'm actually so excited about it. I hope it never goes away. Me neither. Um, I hope Ewan McGregor Googles himself and sees it and doesn't know what's happening. (laughs) Is Ewan McGregor a Kelpie? (laughs) And then he'll go, who found out? (laughs) Ah. Who leaked my secret? Well, that's the thing, though, right, is that Ewan McGregor never goes on Google because his fingers would stick to the keys. (laughs) If you haven't listened to our Kelpies episode, please go back and listen to our Kelpies episode. Yeah, this has been like a nostalgic little redux here, hasn't it? It has. I like Um, it. Thank you, Fresno Nightwalkers. Yeah, I guess we've rebranded this cryptid. Join us in rebranding them as the Fresno Nightwalkers. I do also like Fresno Alien, but I feel like that's presumptuous because we do not know. Yeah, I mean, like, alien is a fair term in a lot of ways, but I think it's not necessarily... They are alien to us, not necessarily of another planet. No one's alien to themselves. Maybe they might be. Okay, bye. (laughs) You just stared out at the thing as if people could see you. I Um, do this thing occasionally in my real life where I will periodically look off into the camera like I'm on The Office, and I figure, like, there's a high likelihood it will never be successful, but in the event that I am actually a character in, like, a very meta sitcom, it will work. And I'll be that character, which is all I want to be. You're going to be the Jim Halvern of The Cryptid Keeper. 
No, um, no, of my life, of oh. literally everything. I don't just do this to you. I understand. I will be straight up was... having conversations with people, and if I find something they say to be objectionable, I'll just look. Am I the Dwight? I think only you can know that. It's fair. So anyway, this has been our show about cryptids. Uh, so anyway, I hope you have enjoyed learning about the Fresno Nightcrawler now and others. Uh, now Fresno Night, now Fresno Nightwalker. Nay, Fresno Nightcrawler. Now um, Fresno Nightwalker. I actually wish. God, I didn't even point out the fact that they seem to move in groups of two. Oh, I thought that was kind of implied. We definitely, that joke was in there, right? You guys got that? Two it was by fine. two, it they're was marching fine. door to door. Because we love nightcrawlers and we want some more. Oh, very important question. Do they want to convert us into them? Convert us into them? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. Um, I feel like they see us as something distinctly different. When you're baptized into space Mormonism, do you become a walking pair of legs and <laughs> Um, I can't answer that because I'm not. I am I'm not privileged to the secrets of the Space Mormon Temple. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not allowed it on that level. If we have any Mormon listeners, I'm sorry that was the one we ch- the the, the uh, religion that mar- that knocks on doors that we chose. It just it's just one I know more about than I know about uh than I know about uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. And there's a musical about it that we can make jokes with. Thank you all very much for listening, and we hope we can keep you around. And stay safe out there. <laughs> <laughs>